Well, hello there, everybody in Cheshire. This is your absolutely fabulous and ridiculously talented and articulate. Did you hear that? Articulate. Yeah. I think the key word was ridiculous. No, 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 not at all. Articulate and ridiculously talented pub landlord of the digital pub called Cheshire Matters. This is Jonathan Starkey. And on the show tonight, we have that wonderful man of facts. We have Stats. Say hello, Stats. Good evening, everybody. How are we? I think we're all good. Ooh, can I just uh, say a big hello to all our lovely listeners out there? Indeed, Thank indeed you, you can. And we're moving on quickly to the Raven, and even quicker. Thanks, Rave. All right, and now <laughs> we're going to go on to, to say hello to the Gazelle, and he's coming in on Zoom tonight. Say hello, Gazelle. Good evening, everybody in Cheshire. There we go. Oh, come on now. I can see those moo cow eyes coming across. Say hello, the Raven. Good evening, my lords, ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, visitors and all. I hope you can have a fantastic weekend. It's Jubilee Week. Congratulations and all our best wishes to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. Can you not tell that it's the Platinum Jubilee celebrations coming up? Could you tell? No. No? I, I didn't know anything about it. Did you, Trevor? One of eight. Well, I'm sure Steve's going to tell us all about them and join the show tonight. They were going to be too busy eating cake. Well, indeed, yes. And we're not going to mention the cake and the message on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's fabulous. I'm just going to mention we've got a lovely cake here from Chris and Teresa Erskine, who made a cake for us. And uh, it's absolutely fabulous. Their cakes are tremendous. (laughs) And I'm also going to take the opportunity to wish Chris and Teresa a big congratulations on Sunday for their 40th wedding anniversary. Oh, very nice. Oh, yes. Lovely. All the best. All we want to know is how have each of them suffered each other for 40 years? A long time. I'm not going to comment. They're lovely people. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, let's go on to the Landlord's Roundup. And Steve, I have to say that you have to be direct on your mic, otherwise I'm going to mute you. Nothing new there then? No. Okay. Boris Johnson accused of changing the ministerial code to save his skin. Well, what is new about this government? And during that period of time, he's also watering down the ethics code and blocks new powers for the watchdog to investigate him. We'll come to that later. Indeed. Right. And this comes from Dominic Grieve. He said, we are being corrupted as a country. The absence of a written constitution is enabling Boris Johnson to act outside of his own rules to the detriment of us all. That's the former Conservative Attorney General Dominic Grieve. Now, I I don't always agree with Dom, but... I think on this point, he's he's got it right. Well, not really, because we have got a written constitution. I'm sick of saying this, to be honest. But... Has everybody been reading about those problems at the airports? Yes. And what people yes. have been having, and the airlines cancelling flights at will. Didn't see that coming, did you? No. <coughs> oh, just one second. Didn't the airports get rid of all the staff uh, during COVID? Correct. That's why we didn't see this coming, did we? Oh. Like a year or two ago. <laughs> Correct, correct. Now, doctors are calling for patients who miss GP appointments to be fined £10. That's if... Who was that? 
Who is that? <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Who was it? Who's going in the sin bin straight away? Was that you, Trevor? Well, it only leaves one of us, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what about what about that? You think about the GPs. The GPs are actually saying that patients who miss GP appointments are to be fined ten pound. Now, hang on a minute. I'd like to be able to book one. How about us finding them ten pounds for not being able to get in? Well, the other thing is not being able to get in on time because when have you ever booked an appointment? For ten thirty, say for example, and you've been able to get in on time at ten thirty. I never, haven't. never. Yeah, so oh, we should, should be find them ten pounds. Yeah, so I uh, know. As far as I'm concerned, no, that's a no go because they're going to have to get their own act in order, in order to be able to enforce something like that. As far as I'm concerned, I'd agree. I'd yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I can tell you now. Oh, uh, this, uh, this is really one that really got me. Look at what they did to the Liverpool fans. Yeah. Oh, in yes. France, yeah, yes. good, was uh, in, that was terrible. And a French senator slams the humiliating chaos at the Champions League final. Well, it wasn't the fault of the Liverpool fans now, at all. I actually spoke to a guy who went to France and he said he would never go there again because of this. Yeah. I, I warned, I warned everyone. I said, don't go to Paris. Yeah. It's a dump. Yeah. Sorry, that is how it is now. And there was hundreds, if not thousands, of North African Middle Eastern migrants running rampant around the stadium, beating and robbing people. And they were jumping over the fence as well to get in. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. And the French never mentioned that, did they? No, the, but the police were chasing uh, them around the well, stadium. Well, that would be politically incorrect to do so. They did. Why? They, they've been in trouble for not mentioning it. Well, there's no such thing as politically incorrect now because we have freedom of speech, do we not, King oh, Mark? Well, well, if I'm king, yes. <laughs> Not if we have to agree to everything he says. <laughs> Mark, uh, Trevor, yeah, to say, Mark identified as king at the last Why podcast. <laughs> and he was calling for the guards on Steve, Trev. I identify as his father. He can clean my rooms. Doesn't work like that. No, <laughs> it does. You can't argue with the king. Off with his head. Indeed. Right, well, we're going to go forward to the first story of the evening, the national news story, and that is Boris Johnson watering down the ethics code and blocking the watchdog's powers to investigate him. And this is with the Raven. Hello. Yeah, I've got to be honest. This is a story which I have to say, if this is the case, you know, we're seeing the self-protectionist measures of a prime minister being put in place to negate lawful accountability. That's true. Now, this is actually serious, but I want to touch on a point here, uh, which is this. And again, we talk about traditional standards, and we've talked about the moral and ethical bankruptcy of this country. Mm-hmm. And instead of watering down ethics and standards in this country, the ethics code in this particular case we're referring to, why are we not raising them? Well, that is one of the big problems that we're experiencing at the moment. And it just so happens that uh, Stats and I have been discussing some of these things to do with the reform of the Human Rights Act. There you go. That was quick, Mark. I mean, you know, you you saw me looking across there. I'm going to have to take out that little gap there. Sometimes you you want me to 
finish your sentences and then sometimes you finish them yourself so I never well, know well I was I was looking across at you to do it I th- I'm, well okay so just we now know that we're not psychic whoa, 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 <laughs> just one hang on hang on <laughs> <laughs> Finishing sentences. Lovers do that, you know. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's jealous, John. He's jealous. He's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boris, Boris Johnson has watered down the ministerial code and blocked a bid to give his ethics advisor the power to investigate him. Now, that's Lord Geith, isn't it? It's, this, this is actually very serious. Just days, days after Sue Gray's report slammed number 10's leadership for the culture that led to Partygate. The Prime Minister issued a new version of the rules for ministers, allowing ministers to break the rules without resigning. Now, I'm sorry, but this this has got to be called out for what it is. This is a removal of ethics, morals and standards in our country because if the leadership of the country wants to water down ethics, water down accountability and the possibility of being investigated at the top, what sort of a message does that give to the rest of the country in terms of leadership and standards? Not a very good one. It's appalling. It's it's bad news. Trevor, do you want to comment on that? Yes, the bloke's got to go. I'm sick of saying this. And I think we're nearly there. The bloke is absolutely wrecking the country's democracy. Yeah, I would agree with that. He's got to go. I mean, it's, I, mean I, like, I liked him originally, but the way he's been performing, sorry, he's got to go. I've been yeah. saying this for weeks. Well, and it won't be long. It won't be long. You've got the by-elections coming up, and I think that's it. That will finish him then. Well, about I think it's rumored. It's not. It's not actually confirmed, but it's rumored that about forty MPs have put their names down yeah. to uh, Graham Brady for a no confidence vote, and we need fifty-four. We need yeah, fifty-four I had, I had MPs. Thirty-eight at the last count. Yeah. Okay, Steve, go ahead. Yeah, it says further down in the report, the new introduction says the code should guide ministers on how they should act and arrange their affairs. And the important bit for me is this, and the forward no longer explicitly mentions the seven Nolan principles of public life. Yeah, that's bad news. Effectively, what we're saying here, the standards governing public authority, public representatives in this country are being removed. So... We're entering a time where there's going to be completely no accountability whatsoever. And the message here is to politicians up and down the country, you can do what the hell you like. There's no accountability and you'll likely get away with it. This is appalling. That's a, that's a bad message to be going out. Is, I'm amazed how they got involved in it in the first place. Yeah. Because they're still touring at the moment. I never thought there was political than the Nolans. <laughs> you still was going to say that. <laughs> I thought they were on a cruise ship somewhere. Yeah, they are. I'm in the mood for dancing. They're great, they're great. I I do like the Nolans. I do like it. Mark, go ahead. Maybe we're lowering the standards of the ethics, the lower standards of politicians. Well, actually, that's a point. I'd agree with that because the thing I was going to say is we're actually reducing the standards that people should be expecting. uh, Be expecting. Because of the appalling nature of our political standards and the public representatives in this country. I'm just going to look at the bigger picture and I'm going to say it doesn't really matter what the code of conducts are or the oaths or whatever, because they're not upheld. Yeah. Has anyone noticed where the wording for the MPs' oaths come from? No. Go ahead, Mark. The Bill of Rights. Correct. The Bill of Rights, yeah. Okay. Which is yeah. To- totally yeah, yeah, ignored. Yeah. You've just heard one of them say we haven't got a written constitution. The Bill of Rights forbids foreign power over our laws. Yeah, the majority of these in Parliament have been involved in it somewhere on the line, the EU yeah, and yeah. 
European Court of Human Rights. Actually, Mark, can I just come in here? It's very important, this. I know people who were in the, involved in the uh, independence issue pursuing that for years, a quarter of a century. Now, one of the sort of key elements of their campaigning was not only sovereignty, it was the Bill of Rights, it was Magna Carta, and it was our sovereign rights and powers, indigenous to the, this country and the indigenous population. Now, they were slammed repeatedly for years for this, for exposing what effectively Mark is referring to as something called the truth of the situation. In essence, Mark is completely right. And this is something I was on years ago, along with other people and many other people who were talking about these issues, about the Bill of Rights and our Constitution for years, were completely ignored and lambasted in every possible way. It's time people were educated in this country in relation to where our sovereign powers lie. And I am fully with Mark on this because it's, a, it's an issue that we share very deeply in, in, in this country. The sovereign power... She should be upholding these things. Well, that, that's the monarch, but the real sovereign power is the people. It's the people yeah, who I are sovereign. Yeah, I agree with you. But, the people. But, the people, but the queen should be defending her people in that respect. Absolutely. She takes an oath to uphold the law. That's it. She Our takes law. that oath. She takes that oath. Yeah, exactly. Instead of partying every other weekend. How can <laughs> she be partying? I'll, I'll just remind everybody she here. Number 10 with Boris. <laughs> I'll just remind everybody here. This is how this country works in reality. And this is how it should work. And anybody attempting otherwise should be fully challenged by the constitution and the law. Now, this country, right? In this country, we have a fabulous monarch who reigns by consent. The government governs by consent and the police police by consent and they are all accountable to the public and that consent can be withdrawn under common law. Uncommon law. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting point there. Well, have you noticed that Angela Rayner is getting in on the act with this about Boris because she seems to be the most vocal. See, the problem with some of these stories is when you hear like the left or Labour, you know, going a bit hysterical. Yeah. You always begin to think, is it really as bad as it sounds? I think you might be right with this one, you know. No, I think it might be right. Well, she said, Johnson has today rewritten his own foreword to the ministerial code, removing all reference to honesty, integrity, transparency, and accountability. He is downgrading standards and debasing the principles of public life before our very eyes. Now, that statement I find very difficult to disagree with. You actually read his new version. It does mention accountability, though. Well, but I have to. I have to say, well, yes, there is never is any, is there? I have to say, whilst you read the statement out, but in a very straightforward manner, it is correct. But I'm sorry to say this: the standards across the board, by and large, not everybody in politics, obviously, not everybody in Parliament, but by and large, the standards uh, of of what's delivered and what is expected is 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 just not good. Well, would you say, Trevor, that? All politicians in Parliament follow the Nolan principles. No. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you something else as well, just on, a, on, a, on about that point. People in local councils don't follow the Nolan principles. <laughs> no. Trevor, you've hit on a massive, massive <laughs> issue goes. there. So what comes from the top actually comes down to every level. Every well, level. I, I have to make a quick comment on this. that I remember you telling me, Jonathan, probably a couple of years ago now, that the fish rots from the top. I remember that. Now, unfortunately, I've just lost one of my tropical fish. <laughs> and, I, and I watched it over a period of two days to decay from the top down. 
So you are absolutely, perfectly. Bang on. As always, head. as always, Mr. Landlord. Thank you very much, sir. I'm very, very glad of your support. And you are. Can I just say, Trevor, I think you need a new hobby, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was a bit depressing watching it, but I I only did it as research, you see. It's like that fellow, you know, he's looking for tractors. Same thing. He'll never lend me his tractor. No, that bloke in the uh, Commons. I don't know what his name is. He's looking for tractors. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. Did you catch that then? Yeah. Well, I think what he's doing is he's making it easy for people not to resign. I think we need to be adding stuff to this, not taking it away. Like, exactly. you know, like don't touch yes. children and things like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, Chris Bryant, who chairs the Common Standards Committee, said the new ministerial code is a disgrace. It means that the tiny semblance of accountability disappears. And if you break the rules, just rewrite the rule book is the motto of this despicable government. Well, if ignored now, it long enough, I would so. simply say if the new ministerial code is a disgrace as described, it's a mirror image of much of our parliament. Yes, and because all Boris's enablers are allowing this to happen. Who who said that last quote? Chris Bryant. Right. Now, he's labor, he's actually he's actually the chair of the Commons Standards Committee, but he's going to be recusing himself on the investigation and standing down because of his comments that he's been making about Boris. So um, so he's not going to be chairing it. Um, and I think that by the rules, it'll be another member of Labour who actually chairs that committee. So we'll soon see what actually happens there. I, I think uh, Rory Stewart, I think he probably had a, a great, great statement there. He said, whenever unwritten rules of our constitution have checked Boris Johnson, he has sought to overturn them. We have seen it in his approach to Parliament, the Supreme Court, lobbying, funding, appointments, and now the Ministerial Code. So we've got a constitution again now, have we? Okay. Well, according to him, right, we have. Right, yeah. So we have, we haven't, we have, we haven't. I think the written bit confuses them, you see, because just because we haven't got it all in one codified written document, it's over several different documents, isn't it? Yeah. It just makes it a yeah. bit harder to interpret, but it's still there. Okay, well, I think we've had a good uh, a good blast on that one. We are giving Boris the thumbs down. Boo. Boo. Yeah, yeah boo. Yeah, boo. boo. We're giving him a boo. And now we're going on to something local, and it is... You ready for it? Wow, 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 wow. And it is another episode of... <laughs> Warrenation Street we with the, full, the, full the Gazelle. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And there's another story in this incredible episode of Warrenation Street. Here we go, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The first thing to report. Trev, on, uh, we love you. Street. We love you, Trev. Oh, I mean, I love this. We've missed I, you. I, I, I We've love missed all you. of you, of course. Steve hasn't thing. missed you. He hasn't said anything. It's good to have the gazelle back in it. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I, don't, I don't like all this talk, talk of, uh, yeah, we, we we love you and all this. It's, no, this it, is it's a, a gazelle love, loving. It's a, it's a manly love. It's a thing. It's a hugging love. <laughs> yeah. I've got an image to maintain. I'm the raven. I'm not getting involved in all this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right, girl. right, right. Yeah. Good girl. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Trev. report on Warry Street is that Warrington didn't get its city status. Oh... No, this is to my joy. This is to my joy. Okay. I have stated in previous podcasts that with these incompetent incumbents, 
They need to run a town before they sink a city into the dead the, the black hole that they've created. But, but you just think of it. If if Warrington did get city status, then he would actually be sinking a city as well. Yeah, you could have even bigger debt. Trav. Oh, yeah, how much money would they have then? Oh, to play with. Oh, God. Oh, God, God no, I don't know. I beg his belief. Uh, and this leads me nicely onto the next point. I have, as our listeners know, I've been saying for lots and lots of podcasts and months that we need government inspectors to look at the town's hidden debt figures. Oh. Well, it's finally happening, people. <laughs> it was announced last week that the government officials are now in the town hall. Oh. And- Warrington, yes, they're in there. They're in there. Get in well, there. We, we did say this, didn't we? Yeah. A while back. Yeah. Someone yeah. used to come in. I've been saying this. Yeah. For, for, I've been calling for this for months. Well, for years. Trevor, can I just interject here? I'm going to say something. Yes. I'm, I'm say something and I'm actually going to give you a public shout out here because you have been on this for years. You were yeah. uncovering oh. all the semantics and the detail of this. And I'm going to say this way before the... Conservative MP Andy, uh, Carter. Andy Carter. Now, yeah. I'm, I am going to put this on record. Yes. Right? Whilst these yeah. questions and these issues have been raised by Andy Carter in, in uh, Parliament about yeah. the state of Warrington Council, I'm sorry to say this, Mr. Carter, but Trevor Nichols was on this for years way before you. Yeah, way before you came in, sir. And he had quite a hard time getting all the details and got a lot of stick for doing the right thing by the people of Warrington. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. ask yourself, who are all those Labour enablers that have been allowing this present administration to continue doing what they've been doing? Because they all vote on the whip, as we've been told. Correct. Uh, yes. Anyway, Trevor, the, carry on, sir. Yeah, you, you've got the eight of them there, but sorry, ten of them in the committee. And I've, <laughs> I've said all along... You've got three of them that make the that make the decisions. Seven on the committee follow, and thirty-eight nodding ducks. So, <laughs> and a partridge a in a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear Now, Warrington, <laughs> Warrington is back. Do you hear that last little noise effect there? That was the partridge doing the biz on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> but we we digress. Right? Warrington has been identified as a council. The government intends to work with to stop risky investments and reduce debt. I think they should just investigate a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. The government has announced it intends to introduce new legal powers to stop local authorities like Warrington from making excessively risky investments with public money. Well, I think what they should do, really, you know, is um, like the police did over Partygate, they should just send them all questionnaires. Yeah. I know what they Yeah, that's do. right, yeah. Go on, Mark. I'll just say, are you a liar? Do you spend our money? <laughs> Recklessly. Recklessly. And I, I think I, I know the answers. I vote that Trevor should do the questions for the police. Yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I'll give him a multi-choice answer in case he's struggling. Are you a criminal? Yes. <laughs> yes or yes. no? Yes or no. <laughs> well, it's all a bit late in my view, but it's all very welcome anyway. Now, well, the news came in the Queen's speech, which was to the Department of Leveling Up. I love that. The Department of Leveling Up. And by the way, do you know that, you know, in in uh, my colleagues and that in the Looney Party, we're going to supply people in the north, in the north of England, with spirit levels. 
So we can keep our eye on the Conservatives levelling up. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, that's I do... That's just a footnote. I'm sorry, that's just a footnote. Now, well, there's a good policy, Trevor, but I'm going to go into business. I will sell the bubbles for your spirit levels. Oh, right. Well, we can look at that stage. We'll discuss it after the cast. We could, we'll, get uh, some, we'll we could get some funding that. from Warrington Borough Council. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did lend us. We'll get at least 20 million for that, won't we? Bubbles. <laughs> Minute level bubbles. That's a cracker. That's what, I can't believe this. Is, I can't believe there's a department in the government called Leveling Up. I know. So isn't working, it headed by Michael Gove? Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, they're working with a small number of councils that are already in a significantly risky position to reduce their exposure to risk. And Warrington is one of them. Well, slapping my thighs. There we go. Morrington's. Morrington's one of them. I can't believe that. <laughs> now, this has got to be a slap on the hand for Mr. Bowden and Kathy Mitchell um, of the Labour-run Warrington Council. I've said for years that they don't Labour have... Did you say Labour Council, Trevor? It is a Labour Council, Steve. Yes, it's Warrington-run Labour Council. You mean Obviously, a Labour-run Warrington Council? It doesn't Them matter. Well. It's still yeah, they're all useless. <laughs> yes, it doesn't I'm matter saying, which way you look at it. Yeah, it right. And I've said it to his face. <clears throat> I'm not talking behind the non-leader's back. I've said it to his face. I've said for years that they don't have the experience or expertise to manage these risks, stroke gambles. As I have said to him, you, you, you're gambling with my money. As we have now seen, to our great cost, with Together Energy. Oh and yes, yes. You know, without a I mean, doubt. and that's not come out yet. It's going to take. It's going to take years for that to come out, yeah. and it's only going to get worse. And a council spokesman, yeah, get ready for this one, said we remain comfortable with our current level of forecast level of debt, expected to reach two point five billion by the end of twenty twenty four. And they're comfortable with that. <laughs> they're comfortable with it. Good grief. I mean, now, quite literally, quite literally, <sighs> the levy that Rishi Sunak is putting on the energy companies is five billion, and he's comfortable with a debt of two and a half billion. That is half of what Rishi Sunak is going to give or try to give to help the country out. Excellent right now. points. Excellent points. Yeah, yeah. That just shows put it puts it into perspective context, the yeah. amount yeah, and yeah, context does, yeah. of what the yeah. amount of money that they're actually using. And they're comfortable with that. No. Well, they, well, let's see how comfortable they are at a certain point. Can we get over to stats? Go on, stats. I think Labour have missed a trick. It comes from their playbook. They could just uh, tell Warrington to just identify as a town that isn't in debt anymore. Right. You can be whatever uh, you want right, to yeah. be now. There's no rules. Of course, there's no rules. Warrington you know? is now debt-free because yeah. it debt free identifies. Because they identify as debt-free. Maybe the Labour councillors should take that up. Well, I think they can actually go into a debt management plan. <laughs> and <laughs> there's some numbers off, on their website. <laughs> yeah, if they pay off something like uh, £190 a month for the next one zillion years. <laughs> they might half it. We'll be out of debt. Oh, jeez. I, I, you know, I, can't, I can't begin to tell you, I mean, how, how ridiculous 
those people actually sound when they say they're comfortable with that level of debt. Uh, it's it's bewilderingly stupid. I know. Really well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I know we're having a bit of banter, but let's let's remember the people of Warrington have been saddled with this. The, yeah. the cost, the ultimate cost, lies with them. And these people are in power. They, yeah. They've got elected. And I'm going to give out a message here. In Warrington, you've got to start to think of voting differently. Yeah. Don't simply go and vote Labour. Look for somebody yeah. else. If you're not happy with the Conservatives, look for somebody vote else. Vote Yeah, totally agree. Vote Looney, yeah. Vote Looney. One of the main problems is... It was going well. ...is the democracy. First past the post gives these yes. people the power. Yes. If you take that away and you introduce proportional representation, then yep. I think you're going to hear and see a completely different picture altogether. Yeah, I, think, I think the Looney Party would take 11 seats in Warrington with proportional <laughs> representation. Well, I think... How many members in Warrington do you have, Trevor? 11. <laughs> okay, no, there is that, Steve. But, I mean, I would, I would have nine of the seats, obviously. <laughs> Because it's loony policy. No. Of course it is. You know it makes sense. But again, Trevor, I'm going to tackle you on this because you said that it is a resigning matter if a member of the loony party did actually win in an election. Yes, that is the problem. I agree with you there, Jonathan. <laughs> it's a massive problem, that's <laughs> so that's, that's, the, that's, a yeah. that's a that's a, that's the conundrum. Well, yeah. Trevor, have you anything else to comment on that? No, I think I shall leave it there for the time being until next week's episode or, or well. The next episode of Warrior Nation Street. And the sequel. Watch this space. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I think we should actually be moving on to the shout outs and the shout downs, but I know that oh, yeah. somewhere along the line we're going to be mentioning the Queen and the Platinum Jubilee. And we're going to go all across now to her most favoured, her most favoured constituent in the United Kingdom, it is the Raven. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll allow you a few words, sir. Oh, good grief. Yeah, I, serious points, actually. I know we mess about here occasionally and stuff like that, but let's not forget, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth has been uh, our queen for a very long time. It's a platinum jubilee. It's a time to remember everything that our country is actually about. Yeah, we've got the armed services. She's done a lot for charity. She's been a tremendous ambassador for this country. And we here at Cheshire, Cheshire Matters are very proud this weekend to support the Queen and wish her well. Oh, what do you think, lads? What do you think of that? I mean, I think that was a lovely tribute. That. It was. Really it, was. it was a lovely tribute. There we go. It was. Right. Let's yeah. get rid of that music. Okay, it's over. <laughs> Thank God for that. That's I'll just, just uh, too sweet. <laughs> and, now, and now we have... Okay. It's last orders, so we have the shout-outs and shout-downs. And... Oh, if I may, Mr. Landlord, oh, just yes. interject at that point. Oh, yes. Okay, go uh, ahead. I know what's coming. Yes. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. What it says is, with us, you know, celebrating the uh, the Queen's Jubilee, etc., uh, what's that um, noise? What's that noise? 
Is that, that you? I knocked the microphone over. It fell off my cushion because I'm, <laughs> I've got my cushion at the side of my legs to stop the dogs from jumping up. If the listeners want to know, I've got hey, the, This is supposed to be on. a professional outfit here. <laughs> yeah, we are professional. It's just we've got dogs in the house and they're very unprofessional. Well, you know what they say. So what I want to do is I want to just highlight that, you know, within the Looney Party that we want to cover every part of, of, of Great Britain because obviously the Queen rules over Great Britain. That's right. So, yeah, when we get into Parliament... I can't wait for this. this yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead. No, Bait we will. We'll, we will we'll help a cross-section of the UK. This is what we're doing. Now, in Wales, we've proposed that man versus horse... Have you heard of that, man versus horse? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. And bog snorkeling... Yeah. ...is what? to become an Olympic sport. What is? Bog, bog snorkeling. snorkeling. Bog snorkeling. Yeah. Not, have you not heard of that? No. Yeah. Yes, bog snorkeling. It's going to become an Olympic sport because we're going to help Wales that way. We're promoting Wales on these issues. We will introduce mermaids to the Tiger Bay to increase tourism. <laughs> now, we, we, we will make Swansea Airport the hub of the Welsh space programme. <laughs> <laughs> And the final one to help him, we're going to legalise broccoli. <laughs> well, broccoli is legal, isn't it? No, no, not when you smoke it. No. <laughs> so smoking broccoli is illegal in Wales. Yeah, so we're going to legalise broccoli, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to just add those, because it, it, it fits in with the keeping of, uh, you know, the Queen. Okay, okay. Uh, how does any of that fit in with the keeping of the Queen? Trevor, Trevor. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the Monster Raving Looney Party, so. No, it does It, it does in Looneyland. In yeah. Looneyland, yeah. So let's go. All right, okay. So shout out, shout down. Who are we going to go to first? Are we going to go with Mark first? Go ahead, Mark. I'll go first. We're going back to Warrington again because my shout down is to Warrington Council for raising horse lane fines. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yes, from 70, if you don't pay it, to 35 and receive within 21 days. There's a little fact for you. 24, well, nearly 25,000 bus lane penalty charge notices costing road users in Warrington. Have a guess, how much a year? Wow. How much? Go on. Second. I said have a guess. 1.2 on. 1. 1. million? Well, you weren't far off. 700,000. Wow. Maybe this is their great plan to get some of that money back, eh? £1.8 billion worth of debt. Hey. Stay out of them bus lanes, people down yeah. there. And wait till wait till next week's episode of Warren Nation Street. I'm going to bring up the latest plan they've got. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, I can't wait. I can't, oh, can't wait. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, wait for I'm researching it at the minute. That's okay. All so right. imagine if you're a little old lady and you didn't know where you were and you just went into a bus lane. Oh, come on. Yeah. Hey, I did. Hard. Ridiculous. You've only gone into a road that you shouldn't really be in. Hey, we should, uh, just, just before you say anything... Um, breaking news, Johnny Depp has been awarded $15 million like he as he well, wins man. the U.S. libel lawsuit against former wife Amber Heard. A lot of money for somebody who has a pill on your bed, isn't it? <laughs> That's a $15 million expensive dump. expensive dump, wasn't it? That is a $15 million dump. Anyway, Steve, go on, your shout down. Sorry, it's just thrown me all together with the conversation. I'm, I'm lost, really. I've got uh, a shout down and a very nice little shout out. Oh, look, see, now he's taking liberties again. Oh, see that? God, he's, he's doing it. Shout out for the Queen. 
Yeah, he's had a shout out yeah, for the Queen. That he's was done... my positive for the Queen. No, wait a minute. You're just going to be splitting everything up. What are you, Boris Johnson? You're just no. taking advantage. No. Where's our code of conduct? Where's your he's integrity, sir? He's just ripped it up. Well, integrity, you, you press that mute button every five minutes. You want to, you I am um, absolutely doing what is according to my ministerial code. Yeah. Order, wait, order. Wait. King Mark, can order. you bring the guards, please? Order. My shout down. <laughs> my shout down is to Blaken Labour Councillor. Okay, Trish Richards. Why? I emailed Councillor Richards on Sunday. I sent the email very early in the morning because I get up about five o'clock in the morning regarding an ongoing issue uh, to do with the state of the paving in parts of Blaken. Have you tried ringing her? And no. <laughs> We uh, are. Well, yes, that's another story. Um, Sorry, that's another story, but I'm still waiting for a reply. All right. Okay. So I am assuming at this point that she's looking into the matter, but I am watching and waiting because if, if, no, an- Sorry, if no answer comes forward, I'm going to put this issue on leaflets through every letterbox in Blaken. And I'm going to shame councillors in Blaken. By the way, my dad, uh, other people are starting to receive Labour leaflets through Blaken. Oh, yeah. And on the top it says, sorry we missed you today. Now, my dad was fuming because (laughs) they didn't even knock on the door. So you can't miss somebody if you don't knock on the door to speak to them. Because all they want to do is just put the leaflet through your door. Yeah, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If we're on about leaflets and you're adding leaflets, can you put some Trevor Nichols carpet cleaning leaflets out, please? (laughs) We'll ask them because Labour seems to be good at putting leaflets out. Yeah, I'll send some over for you. That's all right. Yeah, we get a box across to Labour Central Office over there. Yes, and my lovely little (laughs) shout out this weekend is to my wife. Oh. Oh. And again, you know, this you guy, I'm telling you what now, you this guy no. is such, it, it, do you know what? He's such a consensual husband. The way he's, he's, in, he's in the bad books, wife. John. He's in the bad books. No, what, what's he done? What have you done wrong? Why is it? Why is it? Why is it? It's cock. I mean, I fall asleep on the couch and I wake up with my wife holding a pillow over my head saying, do you feel lucky? Well, that's all. You know, and you, I, you are just doing nothing but give it. I, do you know what? I've I, just given a shout out to my lovely wife because I think she's a very hardworking lady. She's a lovely lady. And uh, I hope she starts to take it a little bit easier at the moment. Well, I say that my wife's a lovely lady, but I do it out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, my shout out, and it's got to be a national one there, is a shout down about Lord Gite, because I feel that if he was a little bit stronger in the way that he actually deals with Boris, I think that we would have different outcomes to certain things. So that is my shout down. So we're going on to the end of the show. And if we got any quotes, and you've already had a positive, so you got a quote as well, have you? Or are you going to do another positive? No, I'm just going to simply say we've got a lovely cake here, but nobody can have any unless they're a support of the Queen and they agree to not vote Labour. Well, I think that's quite a few people around here that do support the Queen. Yes. yes. Um, Sadly, there's a few who vote Labour as well. Yeah, just to add a note as well, Jonathan, there to your shout-out, which I thought was excellent, Yeah. I think his son's done very well. That's Zeke Geit. Zeke Geit. He's done very well. Very good. All right, well, here we are. 
Okay, who's going to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead, go sir. On. Well, I'm going to make more of a statement because this is still rumbling on, isn't it? And it's this. A woman is an adult human female. And anyone who says otherwise is just denying reality to fix their agenda or just a little bit dim. <gasps> I'm sick of this. Can we just put this, this to bed now? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just deal with the, the actual important issues. Okay. Put the woman to bed. Yes. <laughs> okay, Trevor, anything from you, sir? Yes, I've got a, a quote here, Jonathan. It's, um, thank God for Facebook. Oh, why is that? Otherwise, I'd have to call 674 people every day to tell them that I just went to the gym. <laughs> uh, okay, Stevie, go ahead. Yes, first of all, my little quote is, treat people with respect, always seek to do the right thing, and live your life without fear. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Well, my... That's me. That's me, by the way. Oh, that's you. Yeah. Well, I thought it was because no, you I'm said it. No, I'm saying that. I've just You're made saying that it's you. No. So you came up with that statement? Yes. But okay. he, copied, he copied off someone, but he made it Yeah, that's all right. But well, it came out of your lips, so that's okay. <laughs> so we, we go you with can't that. do that if you're married. Can you live, live life without fear? No, well, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can't. Well, well thank God it? that is all over. And we've now finished another episode of Cheshire Matters. And it's great. So there you go. And yes, I do live my life in fear. You know, every day when I wake up, I feel that it's a good day. Especially if I find that I'm still breathing. Well, that's a major sort oh, of positive yeah, yeah. start for you. <laughs> <laughs> With so many people. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> so many people want to get me. Hey, what's this story about you and the, um, the quote on your cake? What's the story? Very nice little message. <laughs> I could tell.